The FBI on the scene north of New York City after a live bomb was left in the mailbox of a philanthropist who funds democratic causes and is a frequent target of criticism from the president. Tonight, the FBI investigating that bomb found in the New York mailbox of billionaire liberal philanthropist George Soros. A senior law enforcement official describing the device as no hoax, similar to a pipe bomb. The Devil's Advocate podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. We are following breaking news. It comes out of the U.S. Officials say potential explosive devices were sent to the homes of two former U.S. presidents. The FBI is investigating. We've got confirmation from U.S. Homeland Security. They issued a statement just a short while ago indicating that both the homes of the Clintons in New York State and Barack Obama in Washington, D.C., received these suspicious packages, which are being described as potentially explosive devices. All right, so we are going to do this episode a little bit differently today. Um, first of all, Mitch isn't with us. Uh, Mitch is a little bit busy today. Motherfucker's got school and shit, responsibilities, I don't know, whatever. So, child. Yeah, <laughs> what, what the hell? Um, so, but don't worry, we didn't get lazy on you. We are gonna we're gonna try something different with these sound bites today, um, and kind of I like the idea of being able to listen to it with the audience. So we're gonna try to do um, really. Let's be honest here. What we're doing is making sure that we don't have to read articles anymore. Let's just yeah. let somebody else do the work, and we'll just criticize it. That's that's pretty much it's been our mo up to this point. So we're Americans. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, all right. Cool. So. Let's start off with, I mean, there are a couple of really big stories this week. Yeah, it's um, not been a good week. It has it's been a really fucking bad week. Yes, it has. Um, you know, I think our plan before this week, last weekend, our plan before to record was, we'll probably talk about the midterms, and we'll probably do that, and we probably still will. Um, or the caravan, which seemed like it was going to be a story and then isn't. Yeah, really. this episode will not be named Jesus Walks. Um, so <laughs> anyway, we will uh, – let's talk about these two stories. All right, first, crazy people doing crazy things, mailing bombs through the, uh, through the mail, through postal service to political – People that have been critical of Trump. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing they all have in common. Yeah. Let's um, let's play this clip real quick. Uh, Craig, uh, our understanding is that a person by the name of Caesar Sayoc Jr., uh, C-E-S-A-R, last name is uh, spelled S-A-Y-O-C Jr., uh, currently lives in Florida, originally from uh, the New York area, uh, previously known to uh, law enforcement. Uh, uh, he had some run-ins with law enforcement in the past, uh, has been arrested in connection uh, with this uh, bomb probe. Uh, he's believed to be 56 years old. We had mentioned that earlier. 
Uh, and so uh, that reporting from my colleagues Pete, William and Pete Williams and Jonathan Deanst, again repeating, uh, Caesar Sayok Jr., uh, 56 years old, currently living in Florida, has been arrested in connection with the bombing probe. So this all, this all unfolded, I don't know if you remember, because it, it was so slow when it happened. It was uh, George Soros got the first one that, we, that was known about. Yes, it was. Um, which the details of that, that was hand-delivered, right? That's the one they, I believe that they thought was hand-delivered. Okay. Um, but George Soros lives in the Northeast, and the, and the majority of these were mailed by were mailed from Florida. From Florida, yeah. Um, so I so I wonder if that actually was hand delivered. Maybe not. I, I believe one of them was hand delivered. It might have been the one that went to his local. Uh, was it? Uh, what was her name? Maxine. Was it Maxine Waters? Oh no no one? no! Uh, Debbie Wasserman De- Schultz. Debbie, yeah. Who had the? So she. <laughs> This, this is ridiculous. We'll, we'll, if you've been following the pages, you've seen the pictures of these. And if you've been following the news, you've seen the pictures of these bombs. They looked ridiculous. Manila envelopes with, like, crazy weird... They looked like something that Jim Carrey would send to Val Kilmer in Batman Forever, right? Like, yeah. I, that was like... That was a comic book villain sending a bomb through... The only thing that would have made that more obvious is if there was a fuse coming out of it. Like, I don't know. But well, that was one of the conspiracy theories early on. Was uh, and I'm not, I, which I called it because I told you the moment this happened, I texted you saying like I count down until someone's saying they sent these bombs to themselves. Yeah, and it's false flag operation, and they immediately Fox ran with that and started. You know, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, retweeted or liked the tweet that mentioned it. Well, Fox isn't real news, so yeah, well, <laughs> someone should tell them that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So basically. What's his name? Caesar Sayak, right? He is a. He, they said that he was living in his van. Oh, they, they just this is a crazy story because of all the details. He's living in his van. His van has like crazy amounts of anti-liberal. Um, CNN sucks. CNN uh, sucks. I mean, he was at a, the, a Trump rally yeah, holding a poster there, saying CNN. There sucks. There was like a, a, a sticker of like Michael Moore's face with, with like sights, like sights drawn on, on it. it. Yeah. Um, just like, but he was also stereotypical spinning, crazy. But he was also spinning records at a club at night. Like that was one of his jobs, wasn't he? DJing. Yeah, that's what I saw from one report. Yeah, not only that, but then he also claimed, like I guess in social media, that he was a chip. Actually, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not Caesar Sayak. That's the next story. No, that, that's Caesar Sayak. He's the bodybuilding. Mm, I'm almost positive it is. Huh. We will look this up real quick, but. Type in Caesar Sayoc, uh Chippendales, or uh... <laughs> I might as well, right? Um, either way, I'm almost positive because his friend said that he was a a bodybuilder. Apparently, he actually wanted to be a wrestler at one point. But well, we was... should have had that for the other podcast, yeah. right? It's all, it all interconnects, my friend. Which you can check out on. Uh... <laughs> body slammed on Twitter, whatever, just find it. At underscore bo- or body underscore slammed. I can't even get it right. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at it now. Um, Caesar Sayak was a DJ, bodybuilder, and pizza delivery man before he became a bomber. Also a uh, wrestler headline. and a uh, uh, cage fighter, apparently. Yeah. I don't know if he claimed that or if that's verified, but very strange dude. Yeah, very strange dude. Um, and so, this, but. It would all of those details 
especially the ones about like the fact that he's living in his van. The van is like your stereotypical crazy person van. Apparently, he like he was making the pipe bombs inside said crazy man obvious van. Um, well, then, and the way they found him, at least what they've said so far, it was one fingerprint they found on a package that led them to him because he has an extensive criminal record now. And then it was misspellings. He misspelled uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. He did not put the C in there. Oh, really? S-H. And he misspelled the same thing on social media when he was, you know, making threats and stuff. Someone pointed out, too, a representative for one of these people got threatened by this man and pointed out to Twitter like a week ago. Really? And Twitter did not take notice or didn't do anything. They, they sent like a form letter saying he hasn't broken any well, violations. Well, he's – but apparently like – he was just pissed off at everybody that was that was critical of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um, because not only did he send thirteen bombs to or fourteen at this point, and I'm every day we're finding more. Yeah, and more. another uh, another billionaire came out today and said j- just recently and said the fourteenth bomb. He's been charged with thirteen right now. But he didn't just like it wasn't just the the bombs either. Like he was harassing people online. Like oh, apparently yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey was threatened by this guy and. Um, like a few other people, uh, I don't know. It just it, it further highlights that like Twitter, it, they can take uh, Alex Jones off, but they still have a long way to go in stamping out false or violent speak, you know, or threats. This to me, though, this speaks to a to a bigger problem. Um, first, I'll go back to what you had said a f- couple minutes ago that. Um, you know, we were waiting for the conspiracy theory that oh, this was this. too convenient. Right? Yeah, the timing's too right. convenient. Um, which I like. I don't buy that. I I hate that argument. I'm, is it possible? I guess. Is it probable? Fuck no. No. Um, there are easy way, easier ways to get sympathy than you know, like. And I think this. Well, you have to build bombs that you know aren't going to hurt you. I think or aren't going to hurt anybody. I think like, it speaks the, you know, to the bigger problem of this fucking new normal that we're living in where we just hate each other we just hate the well, other side you just um and i think the i think the time makes sense to me because i feel like and i would i would bet that we'll continue to see stuff like this um as we get closer to elections i now i don't i'm not predicting that something would happen now between now and the midterm but in leading up to 2020 my thought is that there are fucking crazy people out there like that right and the closer we get to elections as as long as we stay in this cycle of i hate you and i'm not willing to listen to the other side the closer we get to elections the the higher the temperature is in the room everybody's tensions get a little bit higher we know this is true because all of us thinking about the midterms are like man i hope my guy wins i hope my side wins we're all anxious to see where because it it does seem like a referendum on the country and the way it's been going right so, More so than any other midterm in recent memory. So it doesn't like it doesn't surprise me that this happened. Like it was kind of I think you said it. Like of course this would be a breaking point or like this would be this would be a point that we would get to because like that's where we've been leading. We've been fucking watching this yeah. forever. Well, and, and you know we there's been a lot of talk about Trump's culpability about how much his rhetoric has inspired people like this. You know, and they like they were like Fox News did not you want to use the word terrorism. They were they were claiming the bombs weren't real threats, which is, and the FBI to come out and be like, yes, we're treating them as live bombs, which is cl- completely like crazy. They were made by an idiot because they're the entire the entire Republican criticism of Barack Obama and how he talked about. 
things that happened in the Muslim world was that he won't say um, Islamic extremists. He won't say Islamic extremists. And like now you've got a guy literally sending bombs to politicians. So the, the, like we don't uh, have to fucking play semantics. Of two presidents, <laughs> right. which has never happened before we at don't, one time. We don't have to play semantics on on whether this is terrorism. It yeah, is. it is. Someone pointed out like if this guy was wearing a hijab, if he was any in any way Middle Eastern, this would be an act of terrorism. The fact that he was a white, like I mean he was, he's biracial, but you know he's just they, it's not Middle Eastern, so we right. they don't slap that word on it. It's really funny if you watched Fox News trying to pivot from talking about the caravan, which they're trying to convince everyone's a real threat and a real story. Yeah. And then having to pivot to a story that they essentially helped stoke this thing of uh, the, the deep state conspiracy and yep. these people are evil. And, you know, like, we the day these people were getting sent bombs, the day uh, the Clintons got a bomb intercepted, they were chanting lock her up in yeah. a, tr- a Trump rally. Right. And you know, this is, to, this is the logical end here, point. Here's you can't another... keep telling people my opponents are evil. And one of your followers is eventually going to be like, well, then I'm going to be well, a hero. Here's the thing that, like, has it just it's, it has bothered me for the last couple of years. I don't know that whenever I see stories like this, on uh, we all know how the how we consume news at this point. Like, we all we're either using social media or we're using some kind of electronic device that gets us our news typically, and, and all of those have comment sections, and we can all we can all give our opinion right now, right instantly. It pisses me off when a story like this is four hours old and the, the internet sleuths thinks they've cracked it not like, not that that always pisses me the, off for facebook specifically facebook has the emoticons right the, yeah. like the how whatever the five choices people yeah, that that's how do, easy our emotions are <laughs> people that do the like laughing face like to me like i don't know like i know, you know that if the if the role if reverse it if someone sent a bomb to trump they would be treating it like it was the most like the the most heinous act look at these, de- I these just democrats don't, i just think the internet makes us fucking soulless it does like, that's i mean that's the reason like i mean we you know it's funny having a podcast i have a facebook i have like the only people that i'm friends with are the people i make podcasts with yeah and i refuse to comment or do any or i don't get news from facebook i don't get news from anything but a new site that yeah. has fact checkers like I think that's where disinformation comes from. Yeah, the and whole, I'm I the whole George I'm, Soros was uh, uh, funding the caravan. That was a one Facebook thread. They got taken out of context. I think it was meant as a joke. Yeah, and they got like retweeted forty thousand times. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I it, I'm guilty though too. I mean, we all are. We've I'm all totally. Thought, we've all sent a headline to someone to make a point before we've read the article. Well, that, not you, only you know. that, but like. I'm guilty of trolling online because I think trolling online is funny. The difference though, between trolling and like, like there's some, there's some lines that I'm not going to cross. If we're talking about whether it was Donald Trump or Barack Obama or whoever, when we're talking about, or not presidential Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Maxine Waters and fucking Robert De Niro. Like we're talking about people that, are being targeted because you don't agree with their politics. I'm never ever gonna think that that is funny. Ever. I don't. I don't give a shit who it is. I hate that politician, and not want that to be. Yeah. That's I, a scary I, place I mean, to if be. If you listen to this podcast, you know I hate Donald Trump. I don't want anybody to send a fucking bomb to him. Right. Because that's extremism. And yeah. That's a, obviously a step too far i do think though that like but, the closer we get to elections i i think i'm i, I worry mean, that we're getting to this point where crazies on the far left and on the far right won't be able to keep themselves from boiling over yeah and we obviously saw this because pivoting to the next story we have 
uh, in our really bad week of violence, yeah. the, the synagogue shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue, um, where an anti-Semite targeted a Jewish congregation. Which they're, they're calling the worst um, uh, church attack, attack against uh, Jewish, the Jewish faith in American history. Really? On our, on our soil. On our soil, yeah. yeah. That that's totally insane. Let me uh, let me play a little sound. You up that, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit here, and then we will discuss. Shots rang out just before 10 a.m. We're under fire. We're under fire. The chaos unfolding at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. The community ordered to shelter in place. Do not come out of your home right now. It is not safe. As many as 100 people were inside. Members had gathered for the Saturday service and a baby naming ceremony. Dozens of local and state police, along with SWAT teams, rushed to the scene. The shooter was leaving the synagogue when confronted by police. He then barricaded himself inside, armed with an assault rifle and handguns. He surrendered an hour later. Veteran law enforcement officers shaken by what they found afterwards. It's a very horrific crime scene. It's one of the worst that I've seen. It's, it's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a the point I was going to make though that like it's not this guy is equally as I mean you could say he's more violent because he actually did kill people than Caesar uh, Sayoc arguably arguably but um, this guy this guy was radical in a whole different way yeah. he was uh, he hated Trump uh, supposedly but he was also an anti-Semite he also believed that George Soros was who, who they label as Jewish and uh, there's a term that you know essentially Jewish run government yeah um so it's not just like you and I will make the point that Trump does stoke fear and hatred. He absolutely but it's not does. Just that it's people who hate Trump also. Like it, mm. it does happen. Oh yeah, sides. it's definitely. But it's an extremism sides. problem. Well, and I said, and it comes from hatred either way, like anti-Semitism yeah. or you know what anti-democratic mm-hmm. hate. You know either way. Yeah, I said to you during the week before we knew who the uh, before we knew who the mailer, the bomb mailer was that it could be Charles Manson or it could be Timothy McVeigh like two guys who are both crazy who are both who have two very different philosophies on life like crazy is crazy you know but they still have the same disregard for life and yeah. the fact that they would take it so here's the we're at a point now like we every single time that we talk about a mass shooting like this you say well, how long are we going to watch it how long are we like we're, we're always going to watch it is it going to is it going to take like people being shot in church that because that's we've seen that multiple times in the last couple of years now yeah there people was one were, in canada yeah yeah uh there was one in canada last at, year uh, mosque right yeah and the then in this synagogue uh this week and then Dylan Ruth at the at the church in the South, the black church in yeah. the South. Um, I mean, and, and that's – am I coming in okay? Yeah, Sorry. I'm coming in fine. Um, that speaks to another point about uh, – someone pointed out that churches are a – they're just a uh, – Yeah, because people don't carry guns in church. They don't. And, well, and then Trump made the point too, like, oh, if, well, they'd have had armed security at the synagogue. It, uh, this wouldn't have happened. And the the guy shot three cops. That you know, right. someone with guns didn't stop this. I mean, eventually they did. Right. But you know, like didn't not before we well, saw one of the worst it, massacres. You know. Well, I mean, it's not like they went in and killed him. They they negotiated for yeah, his surrender. surrender and, so you know. 
Which I almost think shot it, seventeen people. Which I almost think is worse, right? Like at least for at, at least how it hits you in the gut as somebody who is watching I mean, the story on the news. You're like, well, you almost want. I mean, I, not to say that it's better, but you almost want the person. Do you want the person to get shot? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm fine of, with that. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, either way, it doesn't, nothing's because, take away. Because the did. fact of the matter is people would say the reason that you, people would say pol- politically, to be politically correct, you wouldn't want to say that, right? The, the moral high ground, whatever. I can hear all the arguments that I use typically being used against me in this, in this example. But what the idea is here is we're going to keep him alive so that we can ask him why. Well, who gives a fuck why? We know why because he's an asshole who hated Jewish people. Like, yeah. do we need more than that? Like, I'm satisfied knowing that he's an asshole that hated Jewish people. So he doesn't need to be here. I don't need to ask him any questions. Like, he walked into church and, like, he didn't. He yelled, you know, right. like, all, all Jewish people must die or yeah. all Jews must die or whatever he, he fucking like, said. He didn't take. He didn't take things into consideration. So why should I be like, well, this is the way that we should handle this? I don't really care. Like, do the like go the Game of Thrones route. Give him like feed him to dogs. I don't care. I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> I'm getting, I don't know. I'm do getting think... back into that show. Yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so what do you think is going to happen with like? I, I know Trump called for his death, the death penalty to be used here. Do you, like, I mean, it's hard not to think that, like, he's I'm, not going to, they're not going to go after that. Yeah, I mean, I would think that they would, and I think that I'm I'm good with that. Like, I don't know, as I get older, it, when I was, when I was a young liberal, way more liberal than, uh, than I am, um, I was very, very anti-death penalty. But as I get older, there's... There are specific cases. I don't think with everything, and I do think that you need to be 100% sure. Like, if you don't have, like, but we saw this. He surrendered. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty, we know what he did and and that it was him. There there was no, like, yeah, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's what Jeff Sessions can say. Which, by the way, I don't like Jeff Sessions, but Jeff Sessions and Christopher Wray gave exactly the press conference that they needed to give over the, over the bomber. Um. You, yeah, I'm not crazy about what they said. They called uh, they called him a partisan. They tried to like it, yeah. But that's a clever. That's just them saying like that's fine. yeah. He's someone on our side who took away too fucking. Far. What I mean though is that Sessions this week came out multiple times and said that like, look, we're not gonna we're not gonna tolerate this, which is what you need to say, especially when you're representing an administration that is that is the opposite of the people who were getting sent bombs right like it was one of it was your supporter who started sending bombs so like the administration needed to come out and and yeah i get it like they could have they could have chosen chosen a tougher word there in the in the verbiage but or call them a terrorist. Like I, mean, I absolutely be- believe that they should be calling both of these people terrorists. Yes. Because Robert Powers, I think they're more likely to call a terrorist because he's an anti-Trumper. But like, well, I don't think it's that. Caesar's, I mean, I think partially it is. And you notice, like, that's the other no, thing. No, I don't. Like, I don't agree with you. Here's, here's. I'll, I'll meet you 
and that he halfway actually, he actually killed people is the other reason they'll they'll call him a terrorist. Yeah, but like they're still trying to treat this like this guy didn't send send live bombs. I get that. No, and he is a terrorist. I yeah. think that um, I don't think though that it that the whether Robert Bowers supports or doesn't support Trump plays into it. I think the fact that he killed people in the name of anti-Semitism. Like it's clearly terrorism. It, the, because we have to fucking play semantics in America, we have to get down to the fucking dot our t's in our fucking in cross our, <laughs> dot our t's. <laughs> we should dot our t's. <laughs> um, but you know, like we know that at least in America, our definition of terrorism is political or religious. Like. And and this both of these were yeah uh, one was political one was religious I don't give a fuck who you vote for this is what you did I don't care if you you could be a the thing is people are fucking crazy so yeah we can look now and say that uh, Caesar Sayak was a Trump supporter but we could never have known that until he did he, w- he was arrested John Lennon's murderer shook his hand two hours before he murdered him like. This guy could have been a avid Barack Obama supporter and just been like, and then just been pissed off that he didn't get something crazy. People are fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be a way to prevent this, though. Like, that's what we have to start talking about is how we're going to prevent this fanaticism. I mean, you were quick to see. I'm glad that it, that with the bombing, like, uh, people on both sides came out and condemned it because that's a step too far after the 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 synagogue shooting. Uh, Melania Trump came out and said, uh, or is it Ivanka? I think it was Melania, the wife. Yeah, yeah, his first lady. Yeah, she came out and said this violence has to stop. But like, isn't that partially like the rhetoric has to stop? Yeah, about I like, hate Melania need... more and more every day. I do too. Like they, well, they need to quit chaining and lock her up. Like you have to realize, like there's a fine. You can't pick and choose. You either have to be civil or you can't tell other people to be civil when you're not being. You know. Yeah. You cannot sit there and scream lock her up without any evidence, and then also. Well, Kavanaugh innocent until proven guilty. Like, right. no, it has to be the same for both people. Well, yeah, you can't say lock her up and then say witch hunt. Right? Yeah. Like, like it contradicts itself, and that's what I hate. I like it. And it's so clear because he has to do that. He has to chant lock him up because that's the majority of his base are people that are convinced that there is a deep state that yeah. Hillary Clinton does deserve to be in jail. You know, like yeah. Which actually, I think that is a good segue. Um, I'm going to, because I, I, I want to continue talking about that. I think it's a good. I think in a second we'll come back and we'll discuss how just the state of politics right now. The U.S. midterm elections don't usually get a whole lot of attention outside of the country, but this year is different because whatever happens in November will be seen as a referendum on Donald Trump. Right now, Republicans have the majority in both the House of Representatives and the Senate, but control of Congress is up for grabs. If nothing changes, it means Americans like what they have now and they want more of it. But if Democrats take control of either House, there could be some major changes. For starters, pretty much any Republican legislation would be dead on arrival and expect more investigations into allegations of corruption, Russia and Trump's businesses. So how do the midterms work? Let's start with the House. Members serve a two-year term, so every seat is up for grabs. Right now, Republicans have 236 out of 435 seats. Democrats have 193, and six are vacant. One reason Democrats are optimistic, more than 40 Republicans aren't running again, including House Speaker Paul Ryan. 
Flipping the house is rare. In fact, in the last 25 years, it's only happened three times. In 1994, back when Bill Clinton was president, Democrats lost the House. In 2006, it flipped back, partly because of anger with then-President George W. Bush. In 2010, the Tea Party wave handed control back to the Republicans, and they have kept it ever since. What do those three flips have in common? Each favored the party not in the White House. All right, so... That was a uh, CBC News piece. I guess CBC is a Canadian public broadcast. Um, Like our PBS? Yeah, basically. Um, But I liked that video uh, because... The, because I think it, it's a good explanation. Obviously, the Senate works a little bit differently. We know that it's you know two senators per state, blah, blah, blah. The Republicans are probably going to ho- hold the Senate, so I don't want to focus as much on the Senate. But, I mean, they if you look at it, though, if you look at the numbers, they have about as much chance of flipping the Senate, Democrats do, as Republicans do of fl- keeping the House. Yeah. So, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that either could happen or that there could be a total sweep either way. Yeah. Like, any of those are likely. They're not more likely than another, but they're not impossible at this point. The chances of Democrats winning control of the Senate, as you just said, is one in six. That's according to 538 and Nate Silver. Yes. Uh, Real clear politics, the other one, doesn't work quite that way. I think they have them at, like, a... uh, a plus seven point six or something. Um, yes, at the moment, exactly. you know, yeah, yep. Which is actually narrowed from where where it was. And then they have uh, you the, know going into Trump's presidency. The, but they do have the Democrats' chance of winning control of the House at this is again five thirty eight at six and seven an eighty four point nine percent chance, and they have the Republicans at fifteen point one percent chance of maintaining the House now. Let's not get too excited on either side of the aisle yet because the the chances of Donald Trump becoming president were slimmer than that. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a show. Um, now, so, do, you, do you believe, do you agree that this, this ele- midterm election is a referendum on Trump's first two years as president, what we've experienced up to now? It always is, kind of. And that's typically why the, pers- the president loses uh <laughs> loses midterm elections the party in power is it a, is it considered a referendum if it goes the same way though like if if the, if the country decides that like up oh, nope we're all in on trump is it then a referendum it's only a referendum if we change directions right yeah or i mean i don't i guess it'll never be a referendum because it's it's still going to be a divided country yeah like and that's the problem unless it's a clean sweep unless yeah, democrats I, unless somehow take the senate miraculously blow away the house yeah. you know predictions like for me that the, would obviously send a message yeah. to most GOP like yeah need, it's time to dump like, Trump you need like 65 70% of people going one way to say in my mind like cause if, is it, that what, could, what it would take for the GOP to dump Trump and be like yeah his policies aren't gonna work 65 for long. I bet if they got to 60% if they got not like well it, I guess they're at kind of 60% I think if now. they lost the Senate that would be the wake up call I think they're yeah. they're bracing to lose the House and I don't think they're too worried about that I think they're gonna try to I mean they, they probably they're probably a little worried about that This the House is where they're gonna get investigated at if Democrats that's the first thing Democrats are gonna do oh yeah oh yeah that, and I think that's the most likely scenario now it seems like Republicans will control the Senate and will keep appointing judges, keep passing legislation, maybe another tax cut, infrastructure, whatever. Which is insane. And the House will investigate the hell out of everybody. Nobody is looking at that judge thing enough. Like, that, the, appointing judges is fucked. That, 
Well, none of that. I mean, it's the where Trump has been arguably, we talked about this in the last episode, his most successful. You know, I mean, you can argue the economy. The economy's dipped recently in the last right. week, but arguably, his uh, he's appointed more judges. That's his legacy. Yeah, that's gonna be he. And what's ironic is that he just made it <laughs> for someone who is an outsider. Except for when he goes to jail, <laughs> that'll be his legacy. But it's ironic for someone who is an outsider that his it, arguably his greatest political legacy is gonna be something that was very middle of the road conservative. You know, it wasn't a very out there idea. It wasn't a very outside the box idea. It's crazy though because it used to be the idea. But there was, if Bernie got elected, and then his only real accomplishment, when you looked at it, you know, after two years, was that he made the courts really liberal. That wouldn't have been a great accomplishment for someone who came in a promising revolution. And, Correct. And you know, it would still be an outcome that I would be satisfied with. Oh, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Because if you're the Republican, it, you got to see that as a major win. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I've said it a million times, and I know that there are people that listen to the show. They're like, every time that I say that I'm not a liberal, freak out because I because but. It, because of moments like this, but I will tell you why I think it's better if there are liberal judges on the court than conservative judges. Conservative judges are assholes historically. Um, liberal judges are too. You you can see with all of Trump's shit being blocked and like whatever, but a lot of Trump's black shit is controversial. Um, I also think that like well, I think I, liberal judges are a little that, bit more compassionate. And I mean, I'm not saying, and I I think you need conservative judges. I think you need do, at least two I to party, too. but I think you need more of a balance. And that's what exactly. our problem with the Supreme Court is: well, is that, that we're getting too yeah. far tipped. You look at and, and obviously we played you the audio, but that video that we use the audio from has a great graphic where it shows the control of the House and the Senate swinging, and it's never swung that far. Right, it swings a little to the left, a little to the right, or almost in the middle. Yeah, but no one party has ever had complete control. You know, because that would be obviously be bad, and yeah. that's what we're getting to. And I think if, like, because if God forbid Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, and they get another pick, and then it would be what three to six. We're we gonna hold Lindsey Graham to his fucking words. No, <laughs> I mean they laughed at him. They the GOP room laughed at him when he said that. Like even the Republicans don't buy that shit. For people that don't remember, Lindsey Graham said that if we just if we just vote Kavanaugh through, then if we get another one, we'll just wait until the Democrat, next president. Yeah, everyone who believes that standing on their head because I'm not fucking <laughs> right. buying that shit. I believe that about as much as Lindsey Graham gave a shit about how Kavanaugh was being treated. Like he didn't give a. Shit shit he crocodile cared, tears right he cared about getting that fucking appointment that's what he cared about yeah so um but i don't know i so maybe it's a referendum maybe it's not um it's what everyone at least every news organization whether that's the one thing cnn and fox agree on they're all saying to their followers this is a referendum on trump you have to get out and vote yeah that's i mean i've never and granted i'm not super old haven't been through a lot of midterms but i've never seen a midterm that had this much this many people talking about it, this much interest. Uh, the, the I know the early voter uh, turnout has been really high, which yeah. is, you know is one indication that we're going to see a very high turnout. It looks like I mean I saw indications that fifty percent of registered voters could vote possibly at the high end. What state was it that was uh, in trouble? It was in Georgia. Georgia for- was yeah. So Georgia threw out a bunch of um, votes, and then they were tying up a bunch of other votes. Well, they tried to throw out a bunch of votes. The, the court actually struck that down. Uh, within the last week, but then the, I think the governor, also had a stack of like fifty thousand. Uh, essentially, they'd gotten flagged because there was something not right. Someone had changed an address. There was, it is, it's a perfect match law, and if there's anything not right, if someone misspells their name, if they've moved and their new address doesn't, fl- they flag them, 
and you'd have to. But the problem That's with so bullshit. the fifty thousand is like seventy percent of it is African Americans. Yeah, they make up like thirty percent of the population, right. and so it's, it's, it's disproportionately affecting. A vote that would go to Democrats. And, it's not, and he knows that. Like, and it's not disproportionately because that's just how it happened. It's oh, just, that was by design. It's disproportionately 100%. because of who you're fucking looking at. Yeah. Like, because I, if you go look at my ID right now, my ID doesn't have my correct address on it because I've moved since then. And you get an Stacey's ID once a seven, every seven years. doesn't have correct name on it. Like, yeah. you know? I mean, when you, you get an ID once every seven years, especially with us, people who live in apartments or people who, you know, if you're moving for work. Yeah. Especially if you're in your early the 20s or 30s, when you move the most. Obviously, you don't go like I don't right. know anybody who's the ever gone to the DMV every time they moved and get a new license. The you know? fact of the matter, like the fact that the the number is so disproportionate, means that that government is looking at one person more than they're looking at the other. Yeah, plain and simple. Um, and that is well, it's disproportionately affecting people that live in more temporary housing, right? Like apartments, which are historically in cities, apartments right. are going to be you know the majority African American. Yeah. Uh, you know, even in St. Louis, it's the same thing. Where you go to the suburbs, where people own houses, where they stay for years, majority white people. Yeah. So, like, of course, that would like, and, and you can't. And I know that, like, this white. It was I can't remember his name. I want to say Scott Walker. I, I know that's wrong. The Georgia governor that did this. No, no, no. The, um, um, you can keep. You can make your point. Yeah, but I, you know that that that, that was what it was looked at. If this would have been. If most of the people they would have flagged for this would have been suburban, going to vote for him, going to vote for his party, they would have let it through. You know, so it's not. I don't. I don't buy some altruistic. Uh, Nathan this is, Nathan Deal is that it? Nathan Deal. I don't remember. It's it's some uh, damn politician I don't like. I'll buy it. Yeah, Georgia is like not, a dick. So. Yeah. Just. But I think that's another reason why you can see why even on a state level, we see it certainly on our state level. Uh, McCaskill versus Hawley has turned. As someone who just, like, changed their voting address so I can vote where I want to, I have gotten mailers from both sides now with terrible Photoshop, can, you know, comparing both of them to the devil. <laughs> Was that uh, – did you send me a picture of yeah. the Photoshop? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you can tell – first of all, you can tell Democrats very outraised Republicans because the Photoshop on the Republican GOP mailer <laughs> is horrible. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> just got, like, the – She's reading a book, but the book's over the top of her hand. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's pointing, but they're using that hand. For, like, she's holding a, like, a postcard that has, like, a family <laughs> being ripped apart, which I don't know what that's supposed to symbolize. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so what do you think actually getting into midterms of predictions? Let's go state level, the one we've been paying most attention to. Holly McCaskill, what do you think her chances are right now? I'm still taking McCaskill for really? the win. That, yeah. That's actually considered... If not, a t- it's pretty much a toss-up, I think, at this point. Trump's going to be here in a couple of days to stump for, stump him. for Holly. Um, I, I I don't think it matters. Like, I mean, I it could. I mean, she's a it could. She's a Democrat in a very that a state that has swung red recently. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my gut on this one, though. Um, Put it on the board. <laughs> I it's already on the board. Yeah, in it fact, is. Um, but yeah, I think McCaskill. I don't think it's going to be. A couple months ago, if you would have asked me, she's got it. Like it's done. Whatever. She's outraised him crazy amounts. Um, I don't. I think it'll be really close. I think I would have said the same thing during the Graydon's era. Yeah, I would have thought that he was done, but I think that's been so long and so long for most people's memories who don't keep up with politics and don't talk about well, it like we and, do every week. <laughs> like, well, in this fucking presidency, I mean, it does seem like news is like. I mean, oh I know that's God. a cliche to say now, but everyone's saying that. But it does seem like it's moving at a quicker pace than you can. Well, it feels, like, you know, yeah, it feels like it. It feels like forever ago that shit happened. I think a big part of that too is because so many people 
before Donald Trump, not as many people watched the news and paid attention to it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, Remember, do. he doesn't just appeal to people who like politics. He appeals to – he's a celebrity. He appeals to a whole lot of fuckers. He appeals uh, to even kids with the, the reality TV, TV aspect right. of it. You know, we, you know it's, it's more of a soap opera than it's ever been. Yeah. So um, – you, know, you have Team Clinton versus Team Trump. Yeah, you know, like like a fucking uh, some shitty vampire love story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's but I think that Claire, like on a local level, I think that Claire will pull it off. I I think it'll be really close. I'm waiting for like I know we're talking about a Missouri Republican that's running, so I'm waiting for him to come out and be like, rape should be legal because well, he that had, shit happens. He had he had a moment similar. They one of the things they bag on her for is using her. A private plane that her husband owns. To, when she was doing an RV tour of Saint, uh, Missouri, she was actually yeah. in a plane. He used a, the exact same style of plane, like to jet yeah. around. Like it's so. No, the hypocrisy is a there. Hypocrite in politics. Really? I'm shocked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, like, I have problems. With, like I have problems with Holly. I have problems with Claire McCaskill too. Me too. I do think she's yeah. not such millionaire. I've know. never and, and throughout the entire time that we have discussed the midterms and the, we've talked about Claire McCaskill on the show, I don't think that I've ever like Mitch has said he's going to vote for her. I don't know that I've ever liked or supported Claire McCaskill. I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And I like my prediction is that she, because I watched how savvy she was in every single election like remember this is the lady who started changing her votes two years ago so that when this moment came she could come up and be like i'm like i voted with trump half the time right you know i'm a partisan you can trust me yeah to represent you it was she she plays the game like no other she's one of the best you know she's the claire underwood out there of uh, like that's why i think she'll win because i just think she's i think she's politically savvy i think she knows the moves to make i actually think that she I don't know that I would like her as a president, but I think she could do the job because I think... Do you think that's where she's aiming for? Maybe. Like, it's not... If, yeah, if, I mean, I think people see that if Brock and Trump can do it in the last 10 years, anybody can do it. If Trump like, can Brock do was it, very a little fucking known, monkey Trump can do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid, right? Like, we're living in the era of dumb. So... I don't know, but so let's look now on a on a bigger level. Let's make our predictions. These are going to change, and I mean we should say too while we're while we're on the the subject of the midterms. I'm actually excited. We're going to we're going to record live the night of the midterms, which you won't be able to hear because we'll be recording it live. But we're also going to be throwing some stuff up on Facebook Live, giving updates, Twitter, um, probably uh, live stream some you know our- yeah. So as the results are trickling in, yeah. So definitely check that out because we we are excited about that, and I it's going to be an interesting night. It's it's what what the essentially what the first episode of the, of, of Devil's Advocate has been building to. Yeah, when we keep saying much. we'll see what happens, this is kind of like we're getting to that point now. Yeah, yeah. We get, like if the <laughs> Democrats, man, if we lose, like fuck. That's why people I, think all, you're a Democrat because you keep saying we. I know, that's a- but that's because I. That's because this is not my Republican Party. Like, I get it. I hurt. I caught myself saying it too. I'll punch the mic. Um, but yeah, I like. It's it, hard to be like because I always consider myself like the thing I liked about Republicans was their fiscal responsibility, conservatism. But, the, that but that's gone out of the window. Exist. Yeah. So there's not a lot that I can look at in the Republican Party now. I'm, and the same thing with Democrats. I looked at them in the last two years, and I. The longer you pay attention to the politics, the more you see behind the, the scenes. They're the same. 
They like, are. And they both use people. That's why I don't understand people getting so mad that they start mailing bombs or going to places and shooting them up in the name of politics. Because if you think that person is, if you think that politician is really on your side, you're an idiot. Yeah. He's not on your side. No He's one in is. the business of staying in that fucking yeah. job. Claire McCaskill is not on my side any more than Josh Hawley's on my Abs- side. It's an opportunity. It's a job. Right. You do it the best way you can to make money and then you go to the private sector or right. you, you know. Nobody gives a shit about you. I don't know you. And like I'm worried about my life. That's how we all are. Claire McCaskill doesn't give a fuck about me, and Lindsey Graham doesn't give a fuck about you, South Carolina. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. Um. So, so that is what I think kind of baffles me about the the level of anger that we've gotten to, and like the level of yeah. Because if, if you cannot see the hypocrisy on both sides, the fact that one side can sit there and say, "Oh, innocent until proven guilty," and then chant lock her up, right? And it's the same thing with the other side. Yeah. You know, they'll sit there and say, don't chant lock her up, and but they'll say, they'll chant lock it up, right. lock him up at Kavanaugh, you know? Yeah, it's just, uh, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make any damn sense, so. No, I mean, uh, getting back to predictions in midterms, though, like, so, uh, what are you expecting to see right now? If you're, has your, uh, the idea changed at all? Do you still think Senate, Republican, House, Democrat? Um, I think that... <sighs> Sorry, I can hear my kid crying in the background. You probably can too. <laughs> um, I think you're like a, it's like a dog with a dog whistle to you. You're like, yeah. oh no, I'm like someone okay, bumped their head. Do I hear footsteps moving towards the crying voice? I do. Okay, we're good. Um, so my predictions on the whole thing, I, I'm not ballsy enough to think that the Dems are going to pull off the Senate. I do think that they will pull off the House. I think it'll be close. Um, I think it'll be really close, but I do think that they will pull off the majority there. Uh, I hope they do because I don't like. I don't. So you're expecting a high voter turnout? Oh yeah. At least from my personal experience of who I know, everyone seems like they're voting. From the second that we started the show, like, and Mitch and I battled before you, and then we've battled since. uh, You know, as for the whole two years, we've battled about. I don't know. Mitch has always said he didn't know if. Democrats being pissed off was enough enthusiasm. I think it is. Like, and I've always, this, I've always thought, it's always anger. It's always yeah. being pissed off. The Tea Party got sprung out. You know, Trump's votes are. Uh, I mean, I, every president is a reaction to the last president, right? You know, Bush was a reaction to Clinton, and then Obama was a reaction to Bush. Trump was a, certainly a reaction to Obama, right? Whoever gets, it, whoever you know, whether it's twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty four. The next president we get is going to be a reaction to Trump one way or another. Yep. Whether we like this and we're going to continue with this route of bombastic, outlandish scandal, you know, speaking what's on your mind or be, t- keeping it real, however you want to fucking view Trump. But, like, th- either that or we're going to go back to the politician who's cue card, you know, only read the prepared Which remarks. I don't know if you're a Trump supporter how you can go back to that now. You're going to have a hard <coughs> time convincing me that – there's a that there's a fucking moral high ground or that there's some line that like because that's the thing that's and that's what's going to be funny after this whole thing is that we're we're going to go into the whenever the next Trump's not going to be president forever a democrat will be president and eventually and yeah republicans Within our times it's republicans who supported Trump are going to criticize that person like there's a fucking line and 
I don't know how you're gonna do that. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a hard time. I mean, with we've that. been seeing it now. Trump will say, you know, Trump has said so many things that even Mitch will, you know, will say that's yeah, that's stupid. There's no way to defend some of the things he says. That's what They're we really should. Stupid. That's what we should always but, do, though. We should always shit on Mitch. But when you he's see not on other people getting in trouble for saying stuff that are, that is less. You know, that America was never really that great. And you know, obviously, there's a whole blowback from that comment. That yeah. uh, what's his name had to walk back. I it's, can't I can't remember, but I happened. remember you know, the story. It, it, it is kind of the thing where like it's only. I think it only applies to Trump. I don't think their next president is going to be able to do this. No, but who? But I mean, maybe Donald Trump Jr. I, you know, I God, just, you know, I just forbid. can't imagine the explanations. I'm not talking about like how is politics going to go. How are the people that you and I talk to on a daily basis going to fucking respond to you know like these conversations are going to get weird. Like they're going to get it's, uncomfortable. And I, I do think you have a point of like I don't know how those people are going to go back to uh, supporting a Ted Cruz. Right after the Donald Trumps, like, yeah, because you can't because it's hard to say. Well, I like him because of his Christian values. Really, like, really? Yeah, like the. Sorry, guy. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's how I'm. That's no. That's, that does how my conversation's gonna go when they because I just I don't know because Donald Trump is a slap in the face of politics. He is everything that politics is not and not it, supposed it, to be, it, but somehow has turned. Yeah, so. I don't know. No, I totally agree with that. Um, I do think that the House will be a referendum, though. And I think then, yes, you will be able to call it a referendum because... Do you foresee investigations starting after oh, that? Oh, fuck yeah. I don't think that, that... I still don't know. Here's the other thing, too. I And we can talk about it in the next segment when we're wrapping up. But I think that the you, you've said for a little while that you think the Mueller probe is going to probably wrap up by the end of the year or at least drop something by I the think end of drop the year. something i mean it might i could see it going into next year but i definitely yeah so something happening in the net by christmas yeah so i so i don't know it's um it's it's gonna be interesting i don't think that they'll necessarily I, the house can't go for impeachment anyway it would have to be the senate yeah but I don't. I don't they, think. Would, I don't think they would go for impeachment. I think they. They know they have no hope there. I think what you're going to see is them investigating anybody in his. Just keeping him. Keeping him tied up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Investigating and, everything. I think you'd see his taxes being looked into more. It, well, we'll know his taxes if yeah. they. That we'll know his taxes if if they get the house. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll It'll see be, what happens. I mean, it's a very good chance that this is going to be. Like we've been saying, we'll see, but it's a good chance that after this, it's going to be like, well, we're kind of in the same position. Like, if they do take control of the House, they have a little more power. Yeah, Democrats have a little more wiggle room, but it doesn't really change the way this country is going. Like no, nope. Senate where is where you get most of the stuff done. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's I mean, a well, and it didn't change. But like after the 2016 election, like we had a hard fought what election season or whatever, and then the next day everybody woke up and was like, I'm still fucking pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, it just it's never gone away. So, um. So I don't know. We're just this is a fucking weird era of American politics. So we will. I, I wish I could go in the future and read the history books in fifty years right. about what you know what they'll know then and yeah. the, being able to look at it in hindsight. Yeah. So this is probably the last time I'll get to say it, but we will see um, before the next episode comes out. So definitely join us on for Facebook Live and on Twitter. I guess Periscope is what Twitter runs yeah, through. Yeah, they own Periscope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, join us on election night. We will be discussing the, the, the numbers we, as, as – yeah. yeah. And then we will uh, – we're probably going to try to get that episode out within, like – 
24 hours of yeah, that. I think it'll be pretty plain after that night by about 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, where, what happened. Yeah. And, you know, what direction. That, I mean, certainly it was with Trump and V. Clinton. The Saudi Arabian government now says Jamal Khashoggi died during a fistfight at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Turkey. The announcement came more than two weeks after Khashoggi entered the consulate and was never seen again. In the day's other news, a new stock market sell-off wiped out most of Wall Street's gains this year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 608 points today to close at 24,583. That is below where it was on January 1st. The Nasdaq fell 329 points and is down 10% from its peak, what Wall Street calls a correction. And the S&P 500 gave up 84 points. It, too, is now negative for the year. Analysts are blaming jitters over future corporate profits. Okay, so let's finish this up now, right? Um, we'll do a little bit of an update on this uh, story that we covered in the last episode. Um, Saudi Arabia, right? We don't know if we're cool with them. We don't know if we're buying their bullshit. We don't, like... Are, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure none of us are buying their bullshit. No. The, the, we're talking about... Okay, so this, the killing of Khashoggi, the, the journalist... The that Washington works, Post. Yeah, yeah. Who's in exile here. Um, is what started all this, and their their original report was that he, uh, they had nothing to do with it, and then it switched to uh, that he started a fight with what fifteen yeah. men. So basically, he just a reminder. He goes into the embassy, the Saudi embassy in Turkey, in Turkey, to get um, papers that had to do with his marriage, and like a fifteen person hit squad came in, and he never came out. Um, yeah. So, like, we've learned details since the last time. We know time. they brought a bone saw in. We know. They brought a... Uh, Body double. Yeah. Um, they had someone dressed up in his clothes afterwards that uh, they brought a coroner, I believe, yeah. uh, with them. And their excuse was that he started a fight and... Which I don't 100%... That's probably true. If he walked in there and saw 15 men and knew what uh, with a bone saw, he yeah. probably did start swinging. Yeah. And they'll, Understandably let's, so. Let's keep in mind, they've been trying to get him to come back to Saudi Arabia for quite exactly. some time. And, then, and he and, thought, obviously, he thought he would be safe there. And yeah. obviously, the Washington Post thought he would be safe there. Yeah. You know, because typically, emb- em- embassies are safe places. Yeah. And you can understand why Turkey is now really upset about this and what i'm really upset about is in the last episode i said that gave trump yeah i just punched the mic um i gave trump credit for saying something about saudi arabia because and at least at that time when we were recording the last episode he had come out and said that like whatever the fuck he said you remember that I shortly thereafter followed that up with, but he's probably going to fuck this up. And he did. Less than 24 hours after we recorded the last episode, he was like, oh, is he an American citizen? Like, what? No. What? They? Well, we don't know what happened. I mean, yeah. we we're waiting for Saudi Arabia to let us know. You know, he did double down. Like, he did eventually correct course after being criticized for... By the fucking world. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he originally so. said right, right when the Saudi Arabia government was coming out and saying that it was... Uh, uh, rogue hit squad. Trump said also, yeah, rogue hit squad is probably behind it. But then recently he did come out and said it was the worst cover up ever, is what he claimed that you know. So apparently he worse they, than the emails. So at least he's at least his rhetoric 
the last thing he said it was tough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the again. best. You, that's the best you can say, I guess. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I should have said last week. Yeah. Now, uh, the weapon sale, we did just still sell them a bunch of weapons. Yeah. Um. So, like, I yeah, I don't, I don't know what's gonna like. What can we possibly do? I know Turkey wants. We can't sanctions or you know we, or we won't. Um. I mean, it seems like something has to happen. I don't like the like so, but the Saudi the Saudi explanation is that he went in, he started a fight in a chokehold, and he died. Is what killed him. And then they apparently had a like uh, you they choked d- him so hard that his head popped off because he was decapitated and dismembered. So well, luckily they brought that bone saw. Yeah, so. <laughs> thank God. Um, yeah, he's home without it. I guess. I don't I, know. It is horrible though. Like I don't know, but I also don't know what's going to happen. Because you know that, like, Trump and Kushner have been very uh, – I mean, Trump – the first place Trump visited, the first foreign country, the first foreign leader he visited was the leader of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That was the first place he went. It has been a very – it's been a hallmark of the Trump in, uh, administration right now that Saudi Arabia is – they're treating them differently than anybody else has. Yeah. Um, now, every every side has let them get away with shit. Yeah. Democrats included, Republicans. um, I mean, obviously, they did never got anything from nine eleven. Yeah, despite you know essentially killing three thousand people. Yeah, fifteen of nineteen hijackers. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it, it's hard to see that one. I don't know though. Like, I do like this. Does feel different. This does feel like I mean, like everyone. Not, not, I mean, everyone obviously took notice of nine eleven, but it, again, like it's they're not letting this go. Like yeah. The story has almost gone away a little bit because of the we're, synagogue shooting and because of the bomb We are threat. not letting it go as like – but Saudi Arabia – They like, shouldn't no, – journalists do not get killed in our country. That is always a big <laughs> no. thing. It was. It's weird too that like in this specific case, Turkey kind of played the good guy telling – like – Turkey has a long history of – they of, the, the most – Locking up their journalists. Yeah. It's currently the highest percentage of uh, incarcerated journalists – it goes that's Turkey holds that record yeah so I will say it, it, they say incarcerated I don't know if they lead the world in murder journalists because yeah. I, Russia might have something to say about that yeah I don't know I don't know but yeah that's a what, that, what could be done though what would you would, would sanctions or like I don't think that we would ever do it because I think they because they they're uh, they're an oil country with a bunch of fucking money, right? And like, so if they're smart, which I'm sure that they're not dumb, they've, we know that they're invested in our economy. We know that they're invested in everybody's economy. So, yeah, like, they just had the uh, Davos in the desert, you uh, know, the second, you know, they can, people can say that, like, oh, yeah, but it wouldn't be smart for the, because we're all interconnected. It wouldn't be smart for them to pull their money or like whatever. But, like, if they wanted to fuck us, they could. I'm just saying they will. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I mean, the you, options you see, not you know, off the Saudi table, Arabia's money think. goes everywhere. They've been investing a lot of it in uh, technology. I know a lot of Silicon Valley has money flowing through, you know, the, the kingdom or from the kingdom, rather. Um, their money is everywhere. It's even in, you know, uh, uh, probably the most American thing out there, fucking wrestling. You know, the, yeah. the uh, WWE is getting in trouble, or, you know, th- their stock took a big hit because they're still they, doing the... They decided to press on with their uh, the Crown Jewel, which is the event, second event they're going to hold this year. But it happened, it was just the worst timing. Yeah. They decided to do this Crown Jewel event uh, after doing the Greatest Royal Rumble in the beginning of the year. And then Khashoggi was killed. So there was a lot of pressure, especially yeah. with Linda McMahon being now a politician. Well, and, then the, like, and there were rumors that some of the top uh, guys Cena, didn't do it. John Cena's out. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure 100% what's going to happen. We'll wait and see who actually shows up. 
Hulk Hogan who says he's going. I mean, at this point, that, that doesn't surprise me. Which is funny Horrible because human being he is. for people who don't remember the early days of the show, like we know a lot about wrestling. So, like, but it's man, but, he must have read an article. Now yeah, I know. But I think it is different. You know, like you're, there, there, there is pressure now. The Davos and the Davis in the desert, or whatever Davos in the desert. Where they have the big uh, convention, they they bring in people from every country yeah. and and you know, essentially try to tell them uh, put money into the, in Saudi Arabia, invest in us. Most people either pulled out of it or they sent low ranking employees who were told to keep a low profile. Like so, it is a PR nightmare to be associated with it right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just I don't know how long that's going to last. We do have short memories, but I you know the Washington Post certainly isn't going to let it go. No. I don't think so. Um, it's just another. It's a, ironic. It's another thing of Trump's critics being essentially targeted. Yeah. I mean, but I don't. Again, I don't think that. I don't think this is because it's a Trump critic. Like, no. The other one is because they were criticized. Oh yeah. This, this, no. This, this guy is because he was critical of Saudi Arabia. Right. Pure and simple. And you don't, even you don't do that. The you know the leader of Saudi Arabia posted you know the uh, a photo op with Khashoggi's son. They brought Khashoggi's son in, who is not allowed to leave Saudi Arabia, and they made him, like, accept an apology on camera for the photo op. And his, like, that might be the picture we need to use for this episode's... His face, his son's face, like, accepting that apology is the worst thing I've ever seen. They've now allowed them to leave, right? Like, because of pressure, like... Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I read that. Last I mean, night. a lot. What um, what he does is, you know, they're trying to rebrand themselves. So now right. it's uh, women can drive. Although, yeah. you know, a week before we allowed women to drive, we arrested a bunch of protesters for for people protesting women not being able to drive. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's it's total PR stunts. It's yeah. it's we'll give you a little bit of freedom in order for you to look back, look past the human rights abuse. It's that fucking we Helsinki, and it's shaking Kim Jong Un's hand in Singapore. Right, like that's that's what it is. It's just a fucking photo app. That's all they're. That's all they're doing. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's move forward now. And Speaking see. of stocks that have taken a hit, or no, I guess not. Well. Yeah. No, we can go into that. The so, so the stock market. Uh, not only WWE stock for Saudi Arabia, but the in one week the gains for 2018 got wiped out, uh, just on the stock market, not the not the yeah. S and P. No, whatever. there are. I know there are. Uh, house sales have been down recently, which is another factor that's often looked into mm-hmm. and I know some economists are saying that the economy might not bounce it back because this has happened before they lost early on in the year they wiped out their gains for the year yeah it, like in that March was, whatever yeah it was really early yeah it's only wiped out like two or three months and they bounced back really quickly yeah. and then surpassed it now like the, the it's horrible timing for the GOP and Trump because they were riding on that that economic message yeah and it's hard to do that when you you, you just lost your entire again though you know, I like <sighs> I maybe I'm just cynical and hopefully I am, but like I'm starting to lose faith that there's a center anymore. So like to me, it just doesn't like none of that shit matters when it because they don't even have to run on a message, do they? Well, like, no, point, because like, the message is already drilled into our heads. It's fuck the other side. So like us versus them. Yeah, yeah. people know who they're fu- who they're voting for, and like I'd be shocked if I met an independent like. I think that I'm independent, but when I looked at Donald Trump, I knew that, like, I'll never, like, I, I'm i fine being a never-Trumper because that is a guy that I cannot get behind. I can't... I can't ignore the things he says. I can't have Timothy ask me in 15 years, like, yeah, so what about this decision you made? Nah, that wasn't me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that was your uncle Mitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know that I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, what, I mean, what do you think about the stock market? Do you think we're gonna uh, bounce back? I mean, I, obviously it's the worst time for. Uh... <laughs> I'm making sounds over here. Yeah, you are. don't worry about it. I'm sure that I've been hearing that for like 30 seconds. <laughs> it probably didn't pick up, but if it didn't, that was a or that was a soda bottle. If it did, um, I was wondering what the fuck that yeah. sound was too. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, do you think the stock market is gonna? Like, I don't. It's know. Obviously, I the don't worst wanna... timing for it. The GOP, who's running on this, where the the economy's doing good, but it's not doing good right now. It's at the probably moment. not going to bounce back in time for the midterms. I wouldn't think, since no. the midterms will be before we get the. Next but then again, like I, I don't know if the economic message would have been on par anyway. I know, like we're so far off that topic. We had the care, you know, they're they're talking about the caravan. They're talking they can, about the remember to the though, bombs. They, now they're talking about the shooting. They can still say it though, like they can, yeah, and that's they, and that's what Trump has been saying in his yeah. rallies. But I don't know if you can say that right now with like, I mean, any any person who's paying attention to the. The stock market knows that it's not all great. Yeah, you that, know. Yeah, that's fine. But I think that there's a lot more people that don't. I think that there are, there's probably a good chunk of both the Democratic base and Trump's base who aren't like the stock market doesn't really affect their lives. So they so you can come to me and say that like oh the stock market is great and we're hitting. But if I'm not invested. Okay, and it is, it is only one part of the economy. It's right. not like the the entire economy did not collapse. You know, right? Just the stock market. So it is. It's different, but it is a so one like, major part. So I think for those people that are Trump supporters that aren't invested in the stock market, like you can tell them that the economy is good. Like, you know, they don't they don't see the. the I mean, they also you know Trump down. has still been claiming that he's draining the swamp, and I mean, while that's true in a sense that a lot of People been, you he know, made taken the out swamp. Of, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, he filled it, it, the swamp. It is true that a lot of people have been taken out of their positions since Trump took office. Yeah. Now, that was not by design. No, but that was his swamp. <laughs> like those, <laughs> you picked them. Fucking drain the swamp. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm not an economics guy. I don't know what the stock market will do. Probably bounce back, but I'm curious how long it takes now because that is really like if if it bounces back super quickly. In time for the midterms, it wouldn't. But like it does, it is the worst time for them to lose their big economic, or their big uh, political message going into 2018. Yeah, I think that they're rounding up. I think their political message, though, going into the midterms. If I was a Republican strategist, trying like what I would be doing is going. They're going to impeach him if you don't vote. I mean, they're essentially saying that. Yeah, I mean, Trump has been essentially saying you. They're going to crash our economy. They're going to let open borders. If you don't elect, you know, like trying to get put the fear of, of, but he's also been there's they've been quick to temper expectations. Trump even said like, I've been a lot of people that say because you're not on the ballot, I'm not voting. I think that might be a problem for the GOP. It's like it, like it's it, you can say it's a referendum on Trump, but if he's not on the ballot, does it really get a lot of people of his supporters out there to, to support the Ted Cruz's in Texas or the the Hollies in Missouri? Right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we will see. I yeah. don't, I mean, I feel so uncomfortable saying it now because it's in like We will days. see next Tuesday. <laughs> right. So now we have a definitive date. Right. So, um, all right. Let's 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 talk the caravan now. The story that you, we thought was going to be the lead story until yeah, everything just, else knocked it you off. You just said it, open borders. I had this funny scenario in my head in the shower the other night that like the next Democrat becomes president and just is like, you know what? Fuck it. Open borders. Like they, because, because 
People have been saying it because that's like the Alex Jones, Sean Hannity that's fucking what, yeah. thing to do. Liberals Mark, want open borders, even though you know Obama did not right let in a bunch of people, you know, any more than any other president has. But my thought is like, so if they say that, let's just like just make it a reality, just for like a couple of days, like open the border for like two completely. weeks, just just completely pull pull everybody off that shit. We don't need any guards there. Let everybody open the fucking gate. There's no gate. Um. <laughs> And just just to fuck with the people that have been saying it, just like, to see what happens. I yeah, guess. Be, because there has probably a, not good things. I mean, borders are not like a hundred percent terrible things, dude. I let fucking Illinois drivers come over here every goddamn day and like fuck up our nice. Roads I guess if and... I could build a wall, it would though. So <laughs> to Illinois, <laughs> to Illinois, yeah. No, you guys got to knock because fucking everybody with an Illinois license plate seems to suck at driving. So at least in the St. Louis metropolitan area, so. Um, so getting back to the caravan, though. So this is a story that was that is that essentially Trump and I don't know if Trump settled on it and Fox News picked it up or if Fox News settled on it and Trump picked it up. But this has been there because <laughs> those are interchangeable. Economy, essentially, point. essentially, when the economy's gains got wiped out, it became the caravan is our story. Yeah, there are there are what seven thousand people on it, or I don't know even know the number. What's crazy it's, to it's me, inflated every time I hear it. What's crazy to me is that the law and order. We're gonna build a wall. I've got a big mushroom dick. Fucking administration is the one that has it to deal with, like. For all the open border Democrats that we've had, like we never had thousands of people marching to the border, and like I, I want, yeah, I know I mean, that it's not like it feels like they're calling his bluff. I know that it's not. It's that they're actually like they're it, running from death. they're running they're from running from. Uh, I mean, one in th- uh, uh, the country they're from. I mean, it's, uh, I think the st- the stat was one in three, thirty percent. It's almost one in three yeah. had been in a crossfire in the last year. Yeah, that's like fucking because nuts. of gang violence, because of drug violence. Like, I wish it's, people it's, they're they're fleeing certain death. I wish people could actually put themselves in other people's shoes, because if any one of us who just heard you say that thought about our family in that position, if my kid had to on a weekly basis dodge bullets potentially or like what like I would fucking leave too. I would not yeah. still be no, here. No, the thing is, like I know Mexico offered them. Um, to stay, I think they offered them jobs even, or tried to like to, to try to place them somewhere, and they said no. We're still heading to America. So, but the, again, like if you're looking to get to a better place, um, America is the best place. Like yeah. it's it's hard to be a so pro American, we're the greatest country, and not be like, well, yeah, that's why everyone wants to come here, right? Because we're the land of well, opportunity. And I think the I think the idea we've said it before, you've said it before, I know that you know I would rather be in jail in America than dead in. Yeah, and I know Trump whatever. said that he want you know he just ordered uh, so many thousands of troops to the border to to wait. It's going to take them months to get here, so it's probably going to be after the election anyway. Right, There's, which is probably part of the design. They can it won't they don't have to make a decision. They right. can just stoke up fear and get their base to turn out to vote. Yeah, because they yeah. literally been saying like the de- if you vote if you let the Democrats take over, they're going to let them in. Yeah. Which might be the case. The Democrats well, might take is, them in and that, then try to put them somewhere. That is true because Fox News has been running like they got sixty miles today. <laughs> yep. like, but it's going to take them months to get here. Yeah. Like, but they're but they're acting as if like it's a, it's a, it's a lot of people. You can't. Some and of it, them are walking. Yeah, and it is. But like, but I think the same thing. Like even with Trump saying we're going to bring the uh, the military, the military, not the I'll National call, Guard. The I'll military. Call your bluff. You're not going to shoot them. You're right. You're not going to shoot children. On TV, I you just won't. That's I guarantee you, you will not. 
Uh, and I, I, that's what they're saying too. Like America doesn't do that. You might get your children taken away. But you might be put into a thing, place, but you're gonna be fed. I don't want to Glenn Beck this right here, but like, you think there were Germans that were like, you're not gonna put them in camps? Like, I mean, yes, and I'm not saying there isn't a danger. Like, I'm not calling him fucking Hitler. I'm just saying when we when we started talking about immigration two years ago, we were talking about illegal immigration, and now we've talked about now we're talking about legal immigration reform along with illegal immigration. All I'm saying is like that snowball starts somewhere, and once it starts rolling, you know. Yeah. Oh, I get it, and it's a very dangerous precedent to set. I'm not going to say it's not, but. I don't. Th- I don't. I can't imagine an America where we send the military to the border to shoot at families yeah, fleeing. Exactly. I hope that that's not what I just, happens. I don't think. You, I think at that point, like even Mitch would tell you, you, you lose independence. Well, if yeah, children but, being shot. Uh, on yeah, TV. but at that point, fuck voting. Like fuck yeah, the I mean, voters. You, you, you would think, like, that you know, would be the step too far. But like, what are like? I I don't understand. Like, so is Trump just going to tell them like pull out your guns and tell them to turn back? What if they don't? Like, yeah. The, I don't. They've know. already essentially said they're not stopping. Well, and with like what is it five or six thousand? It's a yeah, it's a large something number. like that. How are you going to even Im- imprison them? Like, I mean, that's going to get a superdome. Like I mean, the the number of kids that, that would be taken away from their parents, and that's still the way we're going to do it. Is going to skyrocket. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. We've got a little bit longer on that one, but that's a crazy story to me, and that's. Because, like, the thing is that, like, I get – I told you before we sat down to record that, like, I understand why people that are more conservative than me, the, people, the Republicans, um, could look <clears throat> at this from the perspective of, like, dude, there's 6,000 people walking at my country saying, fuck your laws, we're crossing the border. Like, I could see why you would take that as an invasion, but that, again, to me, goes back to that, like, put yourself in their shoes. They've been, like, their kids yeah. have been dodging bullets for fucking a decade. Yeah, it's like, you it want to die? It sucks that we are the alternative, I guess, but... I think that's good. Yeah. We're the country, like, I'm glad to... I'm proud I'm to live saying, in the country I'm, that people want to come I'm to. I'm trying to look at it from their perspective, though. Like, you may think that, like, it sucks. Like, that's fine, but, like, what are you going to do? How are you going to tell me that we're a nation of Christian values and at the same time be like, yeah, but you better fucking put guns on that border? What? Like, because you're... Because people are fleeing from guns. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I just... And also, there's a big conspiracy now that uh, that I've seen the Fox News has been propagating that liberals are funding it or I, Venezuela is funding it or George Soros is funding it. That happened right when the bomb got sent to him. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bullshit. Which another one, the, the guy who shot the synagogue also, like, claimed that he was a Jew. You know, like, George Soros is in every one of these stories. Yeah. You know, because every crazy conspiracy crackpot theorist out there thinks that he is... Because if you're if you're rich and you're a Republican, you can donate to Republican causes and that's fine. Right. If you're a Democrat and you're rich and you donate, you're a pedophile who, you know, is secretly running the, the government with your Jewish pals or whatever. Yeah. They fucking believe lizard people. Yeah. They're Some, yeah. Stupid fucking. Uh, yeah. I know. I I agree with you on. I think that people. I don't know. Fuck it. Let's move on. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with <laughs> politics for the week. Um, I know this is becoming a regular segment, and it's not going to actually be a regular segment, but we are going to start having some segments. Um, 
this one we're going to call this weekend hip hop because we just keep ending the show with hip hop. Not intentionally either. Just give, it's interesting. It just has. Yeah, it's, it has been a um, couple of things that have. So first of all, before we get into my favorite story, as far as hip hop is concerned this week, let's talk about a couple of things. A, I didn't know who the fuck Hobson was for a, a while. Listen to him. He's, You're welcome. Yeah. He's <laughs> fucking awesome. So, that yeah i'm enjoying that lately um i didn't know who lil tay was and like i was stuck i'm, I'm I, sad that i do know yeah i was stuck on that line in eminem's kill shot right and so i went and looked up lil tay don't <laughs> just, just oh my god like how annoying Another, that is the anticipation this the like the Everything that's wrong with the internet age. I thought, of the, I want to be famous YouTubers. Yeah, I like, absolutely thought that this girl was going to be, that this little girl was going to be like famous for rapping or something. No, she's not. She's famous for being an asshole. Like, yeah. I've never called a nine-year-old an asshole, but I truly believe it. <laughs> like, <laughs> she she's a dick. Um, just, uh, whatever. Look into that on your own. I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about Lil Tay, but that's, that's fucking ridiculous. But the funniest story to come out of hip hop this week was, uh, also involved Eminem. Yeah. So it actually stemmed from that also. So a uh, long time Eminem feud that he brought up on, uh, the Kamikaze album, Ja Rule. Yeah. That he's feuded with before, uh, in Eminem's, uh, prodigy, I guess you would call him 50 cent. Uh, so do you want to explain what happened? Well, basically, uh, they, they, Eminem mentioned Ja Rule on Kamikaze. Ja Rule, I think, tweeted about it or yeah. something like that. Saying, like, that line about Haley must be hitting home after all these years. Something like that. And then 50 Cent, who, like, when 50 Cent first got big, his beef was with Ja Rule and Murder, Inc. And then and then Eminem got involved with that after the fact. But, like, that was a 50 and Ja thing. Because I believe... It, I don't know if it started with the song Wangster. Do you remember that song? Yeah. But that was basically like 50 calling Shots Ja, fired. Calling yeah. ja Rule like a Tupac wannabe. Um, and yeah, so there so there was that. Anyway, so Kamikaze happens. Ja Rule tweets back. 50 Cent goes, I guess the story is that he found that uh, a gr- was it Groupon? Groupon? Yeah, which is awesome. Yep, for Ja Rule's concert, where tickets were fifteen dollars, so you bought uh, two hundred, I think. Yeah. Two hundred, the front row, the front two hundred seats, so that it was so that it was empty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's a picture that's probably photoshopped. Oh, right? it is. He, yeah, he photoshopped it and put it up like but right away. He's sitting in he's sitting in an empty stadium, <laughs> just like oh, that's so good. <laughs> Um, but you gotta, I, I appreciate the wit, the sense of humor there. Yeah. Like, and fuck Ja Rule. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of Ja Rule either, but yeah. that, that is hilarious. I love that someone pointed out like 50 cent is currently in the middle of bankruptcy court and <laughs> he keeps getting in trouble cause he posts money, stacks of money on, on, uh, Instagram and he has to keep like claiming that they're fake, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. like portraying a lifestyle. And then he goes and buys two hundred two hundred tickets. But like, but like, I got a Groupon. So like, it, it was a I, deal. I hope the judge would be like, yeah, but that was funny as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, dude. All right, we'll let it go. Like I liked him the club. That's fine. Uh, Plus, you're giving Jaro money, so like, I mean, it's like you're dissing the guy. But you're also like, you you know, those seats are selling. Yeah, and apparently they weren't because they were on Groupon for fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's the saddest part of the whole fucking yeah. story. Although what has Jairo done? I mean, I don't, I don't keep up with him. I don't like him. I don't think he's done anything. I don't in the think last so 10 either. Years. No, no, 
I don't think so either. Yeah, I think the 2000s was the last time he was relevant, I and I use that with quotation marks. I don't think it's 10 years either. It's probably closer to like 15, 15 at this, at this point. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. 2004 or five would probably be the last time he. I thought he was relevant or yeah. heard about him. So I just keep punching this mic. Yeah. I'm hoping that you're going to be able to. So the. I hope you don't. I don't. Because if I take them all out, then no one's going to know what you keep talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why does he keep talking about punching the mic? He's don't hear fucking shit. crazy. Um, yeah, we have a new setup in the studio, which I prefer if I wasn't kicking and punching. Yeah, this, you have too much freedom to. to like we, were, we used to be stuck in a one place and now you can fucking zoom around. Yeah, and, I can. I can swivel. I got the swivel on, bitch. Um. Yeah, so so get at me. <laughs> anyway, that's remember that that's it for us for the week. I'm done. I'm done doing the show. Um, we are gonna put out, like I said, another episode. We'll be recording on election night for the midterms. Um, we will also yeah, be doing. So make sure updates. to tune into our uh, Twitter or our Facebook. Our yeah. Twitter being uh, at TDAP2017. Facebook forward slash. TDAP 2017. Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. for both of them. Same for both of them. We'll be live streaming periodically throughout the night. As the, I'm sure the elect, because of the time zone differences, we'll know East Coast first. Yeah. Then we'll get our results, and yeah. then we'll get the plus. We'll the be West Coast. like at a certain West Coast at a certain point in the night. You'll we'll be able to tell. What's yeah. Gonna happen. How it's going? Like yeah. it'll it'll be a replay of 2016. Yeah. So so anyway it'll be interesting because I mean it's like 2016 but there's a lot of ways that this could fall yeah you know like we could be surprised in either house we could be surprised it could stay exactly the fucking same right or it could just barely inch it it could inch closer to the middle where neither side has much power because I mean Democrats which almost might be better I mean to be honest with you like it might it might be better I mean it might be better for a part I mean for a balanced government but we're so divided I don't know if that's going to work with us trying to run a government well hating each yeah. other blaming each other that's what we've been doing for yeah 10 years i mean i'm I'm curious how long people can keep up the hate before they just get tired of it and they tune out of politics that's what i think if, well i think if anything you know i think that it's going to be hard to tune out of politics during the trump presidency um but i think after the trump presidency no matter who is president whether it's a democrat or republican people are going to take a sigh or, or take like a, that that breath of Oh, oh my God, we're th- fucking through that. I think Let's... the next president almost can get away with murder, and people would be like, "Oh, that's not a, that's not a fucking uh, controversy." I know. All I know is that the pre- the presidency is supposed to age the president, not the fucking country. Right? <laughs> I keep, <laughs> like, I keep being like, we've only done two years, really. When we talked about it, like some of these stories, seem like ten years ago at this point. Yeah, yeah, they do. So, anyway. um episodes come out bi-weekly we may start changing that formula up a little bit too i I had said a long time ago after we had changed after we switched from the weekly to bi-weekly that i didn't know how long it would last i'm not saying that we're going to go back to weekly but we might start we might start throwing a few extra ones in there um in the future not i still have to work out everybody's schedules and whatever but i don't know i um I like the idea of we're recording this on a Sunday and we've got like eight days and we'll be recording again. Um, I like that. I, so I don't know. I, I might want to get back to that a little Someone bit. Some of the John Oliver like last week tonight. Like, yeah. One episode to record a whole week. It, of the thought, thing yeah. is like what I've realized through the biweekly thing is that 
you have to pick and choose a lot more. Yeah. You, you can't, like, because it's two weeks, and it's two weeks in this era of politics where shit happens every single minute, and it's like, we forget stuff. We Every week we get done recording and go, fuck, we didn't talk about that. that like, yeah. And we talk, we commonly talk about these things as, okay, these are the topics for today, and then we forget half of them because fuck man you got it like the list is only so long and i we're at an hour and 25 minutes right now with the two of us which i did not think we were gonna get at so um so i don't know i just think like i kind of like the week formula a little bit better because then you get you i know you can cover some of the smaller stories that are just as important but don't get the play yeah i mean we're we're literally taking time weekly to tell you about rap like we could be telling you about some (laughs) other shit (laughs) that's fucking happening trying to end on a a more positive or uh lighter lighter moment because so many of these stories are fucking heavy i can't wait until the until the that moment when the country can take that sigh of relief just like and fucking turn off the goddamn tv go go to six legs <laughs> i don't know what cnn or fox are gonna do i don't know i keep making shit up but like they have been but yeah but i also don't care because fuck them like i'm yeah i'm feeling like i'm past it so anyway follow us on twitter and facebook at tdap 2017 um tune in election night yep do let that. us know what you think and yeah comment share review like all that good stuff on uh stitcher and google play and itunes, iTunes. and all all that good stuff you, the regular spiel listen to the last episode i probably did it better anyway here it is your alternative fact of the week the democrats policies and you notice i never say the democratic like party you know the word is democrat but when you say democratic it's much nicer sounding, right? They should change their name, actually, but I'm not going to tell them that. I don't want to see all those cameras. I don't want to tell them that. But, but they say the Democratic Party. It's not that it's called the Democrat Party. It doesn't sound good, right? I hate it. I hate to say it. You know, you're making a speech, and then you say the Democrat Party, and a lot of people say, oh, it should be the Democrat, because it sounds so much better. They should actually change the name. I'm giving them free advice. Change the name. <laughs> <laughs>